You're now listening to the Itty Bitty Brain Committee, presented to you by your host, Dana Strongman. So, yes, yeah, so basically, and then the only... So, I've been in my... Le- oh, God, imagine being able to start a sentence. <laughs> hey, guys. Um, future Dana. I recorded this episode with my sister a couple of weeks ago, and since then, she has graduated uni, and she came away with a first-class degree. Chicka chicka, oh yeah. So big well done to Kess. She's currently out in America, living her best life, fair play. This is basically just me and Kess sitting down, painting some little clay things that we made, and we're just answering sort of common topics about uni and common questions and stuff that people struggle with, stuff that I struggled with, etc. So I hope you guys enjoy. And if you take anything away from this episode, just please, please remember, grades are temporary, but swag is forever. Okay, welcome back. Sorry if you can hear the dog barking. He's a little bit a little bit bonkers today. Isn't that right, Apollo? <laughs> Decided to be quiet now. Nothing. Nothing. Anyway, I'm joined today. Welcome back to the Itty Bitty Brain Committee. Yes, hello. I'm joined with my lovely older sister, Kess. Hello. She is 22, just completed uni. Finished, so. baby. Finished on Thursday. On Thursday. So Kess did two years of uni, did a placement year, and then went back for her third slash fourth year of uni. And now she's all done. Oh, there's the dog. Shut up, Apollo. Right, so Kess, tell me. Tell us a little bit. What did you do at uni to start off with? Okay. Um, I did computer science. Just a normal bachelor's with honours. Nothing too fancy. Um, and then I did my placement year, like you said, which was at a company that did air quality monitoring. So I was just programming for a year, um, for that year. And then this year I did my dissertation on my air quality monitoring stuff as well. So super interesting. Yeah, for someone like me, that sounds terribly boring, but Kess seems to love that sort of thing. Also, what we're doing is we're painting. So we made little clay sculptures, um, like, what? Weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, and they're like completely drying out. They're just air dry clay. But so basically, we're painting them. So it might be a little bit ASMR as we're like clanging paint brushes and little. We've got all of these, all of these paints on the table and stuff. And you could hear the paintbrush on the clay. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how much it'll pick up. Um, but yeah, basically, I'm painting a strawberry. So I've made a sort of jewelry tray. I don't know how to describe, or, or a little tray. It's it's not a tray, it's tiny. It's like the size of my hand, smaller than my hand. And it's flat and it's in the shape of a strawberry. So I'm painting that. And then I've also made a sloth, sort of a 3D sloth. Um, and it's it's on, it's lying on its back and it's hugging its arms together. And then what you're meant to do is you're meant to put some sort of succulent or cactus in its, the middle of its body slash arm region to grow. So I'm going to paint it and then see if it's plant worthy. Do you know, I absolutely love people on podcasts trying to describe something they can visually see. It's, it's so <laughs> tricky. Like how you try, okay. Also, if you ever watch the Sarah Jane Adventures, you'll remember, what right. were those little green things called? The, the dissolved in vinegar. I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. Because the face on my sloth is just two <laughs> holes for an eye and then a straight line for a mouth. And it looks, it looks yes. terrifying. It needs some paint on it because it's giving me nightmares as it is and it's my own creation. No, but I listen to a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, right? Naturally, I'm a massive nerd. And um, they're constantly having to describe what they're gonna do or what they can see. And obviously it's in your imagination anyway, but then I listen to other podcasts and they actually have something in their hand and they're like, oh yeah, I have this thing. And you're there going, nobody can see it. And nobody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, it's actually very hard to describe 
do a size comparison. Yeah, if you if you think, oh, they're just being stupid, open up your phone and go onto voice memos, pick up an inanimate object, or find an inanimate object and try to describe it and then listen back to yourself because it's actually very tricky, okay? So I don't want anyone coming for me saying, Everyone oh, she's writing stupid. Is like, we know this already. Well, good for you. Leave me alone. Anyway, so we're just painting. Kess, you're doing a little cactus. Can't remember mm -hmm. if you said that already because I tend not to listen to you. Oh yeah, no, I didn't say it. I'm doing a cactus to hold uh, my rings, of which I have now only two because I had one and nice. my mum broke it. I already bent it myself and I was like, oh mum, can you fix it? Bend it back and she made it worse. Mum has this habit. Um, oh, here we go. Where if something is, if she doesn't like something, she's very passive aggressive pet while she's, well, um, but basically, she, she'll she be like, that's ugly, you're fat, blah, blah, blah. And she'll just like say it how it is and you'll just go, okay, whatever, like leave me alone, do one. And then, you know, she'll just keep telling you again and again how much she hates it. And anyway, so if, so for example, if, a, if an item of clothing has a hole in it, she'll be like, that's ugly, that's ugly, that's ugly. Until eventually one day she'll just catch you when you're not looking, when you're not on guard and she'll stick her finger in the hole and she'll just rip this item of clothing so it's got a huge massive hole in it and then you're forced to bin it that's so exactly what jack did yesterday at the gym my brother woody you know woody his t-shirt ripped a little bit and jack just put his finger in it and just ripped and the just, entire back off woody's yeah. shirt because i've started doing it to jack's clothes as well i'm becoming mum yeah this is it's my downfall that's giving me the ick for you <laughs> um <laughs> anyway so Sister yeah ick. and mum yeah, no. sure also i feel like every parent more like every I don't think Generalizing. dads do this because I don't think dads care in the slightest. Yeah, I'm being very general right now. But mums, um, if you're not home, if you've gone to a sleepover or if you're at uni, or if you're just out the house, they'll just bin stuff that they don't like. Mm -hmm. For example, if she just, she'll just bin so much and then I'd go into the garage before she takes it to the charity shop or takes it to the dump or something. And I'm like, mum! She's hidden my stuff before, fully hidden things that She's I thought that I just... can't wear them. Low-key, high-key, rude. Passive aggressive to the max. How do I paint a sloth? Brown? Well, like, I'm just gonna have to use lots of different colour brown. You okay. could do it, like, pink, and then it doesn't matter what colour brown it is. Yeah, Cactus is pretty easy. I'm just going with the green right now. I've gone for a sap green rather than the hookers green. Oh, yeah, these paints have got very interesting <laughs> names on there. So, for example, one of them's just called yellow, and one of them's called orange. But then other ones are called, what did you say? Hookers, Hookers green. green. What else have we got? We've got Made in China. Oh wait, that's no, that's not, not the name. Look at that. Yeah, I, it, no, it, that's not grey. Cobalt blue, I feel like that's quite normal. That's pretty normal. Like, what are some of these called? Burnt Sienna. That's pretty normal. Is it? Oh, yeah. I'm not a big like paint. Oh, I haven't even opened that one yet. It's a nice colour, Burnt Sienna. Actually. Burnt Sienna. Oh, I've got Raw Sienna as well, which oh, I think I'm going to... Maybe, maybe I'll use a combination of Burnt and Raw Sienna for my sloth. Do it. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like those probably go hand in hand. Those are three good tones of brown. Those are some so good if, tones. If, if anyone wants to paint a sloth, <laughs> this is like, it looks like normal poo, poo, poo. poo. This is like, okay, I've been unhealthy today, poop, and that's like, I've had something spicy. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm using raw sienna, burnt sienna, oh, and burnt umber. Whatever umber means. Yeah, well, <laughs> shut up. If you want to follow along Ooh. on our tutorial, please Yeah, follow just follow this step by step. Can you pronounce? Let me try and pronounce it that first, and then you'll probably pronounce it correctly. Pathanlociani. Oh, geez, Louise. Well, that's a PH, is an F, isn't it? Okay, so it's P H T H A L O C Y A 
N-I-N-E. But then it's P-H-T-H, so that's like Thethalocene. I'm gonna Let's so, go with that. Someone's gonna be really. No, it ends in a nine. That's cyanine. Thalo. Who Thalocyanine. Pathalocyanine. Did you fail like sounding out in year three? It looks that way. It's not looking. It's not looking Who strong. Doesn't read. So I've just finished uni, and you're gonna fail uni because you can't read. I am in my second year of uni, yeah. currently doing my second year exams. When I say currently, I mean I'm painting instead of revising. The way it should be. Um, life is good. Shalom, it's future Dana here. I actually passed all of my exams this year, so stick it to anyone who told me I should be revising and not painting. <laughs> Carry on with the episode. Uh, and Kess, you have obviously now finished uni, so tell me, tell me a little bit about how you're feeling are you are you wetting yourself well no you're wetting what like out stress well i don't know like you you that's it education is done you've been in education for the past 18 years of your life and at the ripe age of 22 you're done like what what's next it was a weird day i think when i handed in my last um assignment i was kind of sitting there thinking oh uh now what i I went to go out and katie was like yeah let's go out let's go out i went into town and all of my student energy to go out clubbing was just gone. And I was like, I mean, I've never been much into clubbing anyway, but I was just sort of thinking, actually, I would just rather sit at home and a cup of tea. I'm kind of tired. Well, and you've been I've... very busy for a very long time. Oh, so. Exactly. It got nice and sick, which we love. That always happens when you finish doing anything, doesn't it? Well, no, you have food poisoning. That's not the same as getting ill. Well, that's true. And then, no, now I'm just super <laughs> Nice relaxed. try, Kath. I mean, I've got a job lined up. Yes. And I've got, like... So I suppose that's one less My stress. Is in order, sort of. So you've moved out. So Kess went to Newcastle Uni. Yeah, long way. Um, Northumbria, actually, the BTEC one. BTEC, yeah. The Polytechnic. The Polytechnic. Could never be me. Uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Nothing wrong if you go to the Polytechnic No, it's good uni. for doing tech things. Yeah. I think that's something I wish I'd known before I went to uni. But if, if we're starting with that, that's my first thing I wish I knew. Okay, so basically we're going to do um, a little what I wish I knew before I went to uni. And we're just going to sort of talk through our experiences, any little advice, or just like... Literally just anything, yeah, just... I mean, this is a weird thing, like, I didn't realise polytechnics were originally just, like, technology thing for unis and for sciences and technology. If I'd known that, I wouldn't have felt so bad about going to a polytechnic. So, is a polytechnic Northumbria, Leeds, Beckett, Cardiff, Met, is that what you mean by polytechnic? Yeah, I don't think they actually call them that anymore. It's kind of an outdated way of looking at things. But, yeah, it's sort of, like, Manchester Met, I guess, would probably be... I don't know if it actually was, actually. But, I mean, Northumbria definitely was. And then, like, Newcastle Uni is seen as being the better one because they were um, a posh uni, a red brick. Whatever They've got all the nice... Oh, like old architecture. Yeah. But I find the people that go there, it's not my type of people anyway. I kind of preferred all the the nerds at Northumbria. Although, you know... That's very generalising, Kess. It's very generalising. I was on a nerdy course. So. Rephrase, no, like okay. <laughs> rephrase, rephrase, please. <laughs> you should make that into a sound, like on um, Parks and Rec when they have all of the. What is the name of the guy? I literally can't think of what you're okay. talking about right now. Radio station. <laughs> oh yeah, he's <laughs> like boobs or something. I've yeah. got rephrase, please. <laughs> So, what were we talking about? My memory is... Polytechnic. Ah, uh, polytechnic. Yeah. But I just think, I wish I'd sort of been a bit more knowledgeable about that, so I knew that when I went there, I didn't feel like, oh, I'm going to the rubbish uni in this town. 
like no i'm just going to the i think the i think science-y you one. kind of don't realize this because i think when you're at school everyone everyone's very quick to be like oh, oh. i'm going to a wrestle group union you're like mm. right okay what's your point and i think it's only really when you get to uni that you realise like a degree is a degree no matter where you go. Like if you're getting a biology degree here, it's the same as a biology degree degree there. They're all equally as hard. You're all in sort of the same boat and stuff. And do you um, know what? I didn't do any exams of mine. Other people are doing computer science out there who are doing exams are suckers. Because I'm getting the same degree and I didn't do any exams. Yeah, and I don't, like, what's the difference? Because at the end of the day, when, you know, someone might look, obviously, if you help go to Oxford or Cambridge, you'll probably always be put on a pedestal, which is... Or you will be put on a pedestal for all of 10 minutes, and then someone else will get a better job experience yeah. than you, and then yeah, no one Yeah, exactly. Can. So it's just one of those things where, um, you know, when you're at school and stuff, there's so much pressure to do this, that, and the other, and go to, a, a quote, you know, air quotes, like good the Russell best. Group uni mm-hmm. um, and not go to a Met or a you know a Polytechnic or whatever what difference does it make absolutely none in the grand scheme of things actually I don't know I'm not an employer so I actually don't know and... there probably are certain jobs where it does matter but I think for me and you especially you that doesn't even want to do biology well, in real yeah, life yeah so as we all know I'm doing a biology in brackets zoology degree and it's interesting if you like <laughs> If you like it, I'm sure it's interesting. No, everyone that I talk to loves the degree. It's just me for some reason. Um, but it's good because, you know, it, I'm getting out there. We have had very different uni experiences because you started uni in 2018. I did, yeah. And I started in 2020. Now, we all know the big thing that happened in 2020. We didn't mention. A little cute thing called coronavirus. So my A-levels got cancelled. I didn't set A-levels. And I went straight to uni and it was kind of, so I moved schools for sixth form as well. And everyone at my new sixth form was applying to uni so I went to a grammar school for sixth form. So I was like, YOLO, gonna apply for uni. Um, kind of glad I did because when Corona hit, I really didn't have anything else. I couldn't go traveling. I couldn't do a ski season. I didn't really just want to work in Tesco or Sainsbury's. Like I wanted to do something. And so going to that uni- That was your two options. That Tesco was, or Sainsbury's? No, no, literally. And so, and so I thought, you know, I don't hate, at that time I didn't hate biology. I still, I don't hate biology, I just don't want to do it when I'm older. Yeah. But um, at the time, you know, uni was a good good option. It gave me something to do, got me out of the house. Um, whereas when you went to uni, you had a freshers. I had fresher, two freshers, really, because my first year and my second year. Yeah. Which you didn't really... And then your second year got cut short, but that was only by... Yeah, she was thinking about that the other day. I just, I was trying to think, I was like, what was I doing in my second year of uni? I came home in March. Yeah, done in March. drove up and come, came and got me in March and... Made, really made the nine-hour trip to... And half of our, like, assignments were just kind of written off. They kind of just went, oh, well, you didn't get to finish the year, so we'll just give you whatever grade we expected you to get. Which I'd completely forgot had happened because one of my friends was going on about like, oh, you need to check what grade you have and see what your minimum. This is something I've not done that a lot of people do, is they try and calculate what the minimum grade they will get if they don't try. Oh, is, yeah, I kind of did that for my exams currently. I've worked out they only need to get 20% in these exams to pass the year. Future Dana, once again, yeah, baby. I actually got... Um, 54, 56, and 64% of my exams. Chicka, chicka, oh yeah. 
Um, so I didn't get the bare minimum. I got overall uh, 2-2-2-1. It was a very high 2-2, very low slash 2-1. It was actually bang on 60% for my whole year. So I'm actually a pro at biology now, guys. <laughs> I still don't know anything. <laughs> Jokes. It's not something I've done. This is not something that's been on the forefront of my mind. Well, it's because I... you care and you want to do well. <laughs> no, I suppose I just do my hardest whatever I, I go at it. Really. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. So, tell me, what was Freshers actually like? Because I didn't even get to experience I had a very... Oh, you tell me yours and I'll tell you mine. Um, I remember, what, four years ago? I remember it being... Four years ago? More expensive than I expected because you had to get, like, a Freshers wristband. And then that's you such a fake thing. For that. Isn't it? it was like 30 quid to get into events, and then you'd go, and then you'd obviously have to pay to get in again, and then everyone would go out clubbing. I don't think I went to many. I think Freshers was really good to make friends. I, I think, met my friends yeah. at like a Freshers, um, what they call pre pre's. Yeah. At Freshers, I've forgotten already. A pre's. At a pre drinks. Prince. met my friends there and then me and my friend went to one of the events they had like a hypnosis act which right. was brilliant that, that, i've got to be honest i wanted to go back the second year i don't know if we did actually but it was really funny um that was definitely worth going to but i think i should name drop her really i don't really know what her name was but um, it was really I, I don't know it was kind of just a week where and i know a lot of people just got really ill yeah fresh as flu fresh as flu and or meningitis <laughs> People just never ever got over their freshers' flu as No, well. you literally, so this year, um, my second year of uni, we kind of had a bit of a freshers. And I don't, I was still ill by December, like mm. my throat torn to shreds. I think it was a mixture of corona. And then I got corona at Christmas this year. Um, yeah, did we all get corona? No, it was just me. Um, anyway, keep, so keep going. So you had a good, it was good. Opportunity to friends, meet people. I, yeah, got to go out. I mean, Newcastle is like the hive of clubs, isn't it? It's where everyone goes. They want to go somewhere where there's good night. A night. dirty night out, I it think, was, is the yeah. Yeah, correct. It was a good time. So, you know, and you got to see it in other people's like student accommodations. And I thought it was quite a good time. My second year, I wasn't quite so fussed. And then obviously yeah. this year, I did not partake. Yeah, I felt very old. And also you had a year out of, I always think that's quite weird doing it. We'll get into placement years later. But I think mm. that's quite like an odd thing, going and doing a placement year, getting so used to working or whatever, yeah. and then having to go back to uni and back to learning, Big back change. to the clubbing. Everyone's like, woohoo, let's go out. And you're like, I don't want to go to work. I want to have a cup of tea. Yeah, I just want to sit and watch Doggle Box. So yeah, so basically my freshers experience was um, in first year, it was in a flat of 18 people, 18 people we shared a kitchen with. 18 people? Quite a lot. Um, and freshers just consisted of um, house parties in different flats and it was... Wasn't just, it illegal? When yes, it, it was also illegal. So yeah. you people were getting fined 50 quid, 200 quid, 10,000 pounds was the max fine. I remember that. Um, Our neighbour from across the road, he was in London, wasn't he? At the same sort of time, in his, it must have been his second year. And he was um, going to freshers, and they kept getting closed down because yeah. they were throwing massive parties in the student accommodation. Yeah, and you just think like, is it even worth it at that point? Oh, I don't think it's so. a lot of money. It is a lot of money indeed. Um, so yes, that was my freshers, and you didn't really meet many people, um, and it was just. I mean, your first yeah, flat was just a horrendous It was just, anyway. yeah, and there was no cleaners or anything that came in. So we just had like Oof. the smelliest, 
most disgusting living, I don't know, and they didn't take the bin, well we had to obviously put the bins out, but then because of COVID, I think they only came and got the bins once every like two weeks or something. I think the bin then stopped over COVID, if I'm honest. Well, I'm blaming the uni. I blame the uni for everything. I don't know how I'm painting the sloth. He's just a dark poo brown colour at the moment. I'm so proud of this cactus, the, the green. Yeah, you've done very I well mean, with I'm that gonna, green tone. I'm gonna like highlight it a bit, but I like this green. Yeah. I'm trying not to get my lizard right now. I've done like the tiniest lizard you've ever seen. It's I'm trying it's not very to uh, get him covered in yellow paint. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was my freshers. And then I got to redo it again this year and we went to a festival in Cardiff called Inside Out. And it was good and it was just full of uni students. And then I became chronically ill for the longest time. Cause also I think like when you're kind of hand sanitizing and isolating and stuff mm. every single day, um, yeah. all of a sudden, like when we were out with people, like you just have no immune system anymore because you're just so used to everything being hand sanitized and cleaned and it was just i'm worried for the just, babies man. i know these poor the little babies. babies who have got no immune system and it just it destroyed me for the longest time but i'm here i'm surviving that's what she's doing um so yeah so that's basically freshers so after freshers obviously you then have um i had big lecture halls filled filled with people. I mean, we had what, like 600 people in a lecture hall, your shoulder, we had points where you couldn't sit down. Like there wasn't enough seats. You had to really? get there 15 minutes early and there was not enough seats Can't in the lecture hall. And like, you know, cause they weren't expecting everyone to turn up. But people did turn up back then. Yeah. And people went into class and we'd sit on these tiny little desks in the lecture halls and you know, you made friends in your lectures and you didn't have that at all. No, so I went into uni a grand total of six times last year. Um, that was, that, and that was, that was everything that I could have attended. Did you immediately move home after the first term? Well, no, because I still went to all my practicals. Everything that I was able to go in for, I went in for, and that was right. a total of six things. Um, and then I couldn't justify spending all the money to be at uni, so yes, I did move Which home. paint did you have that was there? Was that your raw, yeah, that, yeah. was that a raw sienna? Yeah, I've kind of, my sloth is not looking very happy. Can you put a splodge in there for me? Thank you. Gosh, oh, that's, that's a strong splodge. Not look appetizing. Um, oh, <laughs> my paintbrush is now <laughs> red, <laughs> bloody hell. I was like, you said oh, that no, anyway. this is going terrible. Now, I thought you got out of your student accommodation yes, the first year I did. and you came home. Yes, because I had a mouldy student accommodation which made my yeah. skin um, oh, yeah. allergic react and peel and stuff. And I was like, yeah. I'm being honest, babe, I'm getting out of here. So I did. Um, so yes, yeah, so basically, and then the only, so I've been in my, oh God, imagine being able to start a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time I ever, so yes, yeah, so basically, and then the only, so I've been in my, first time I ever went into a lecture hall was this year, in oh, November, because wow. they, well, technically 2021, but this academic year, because yeah. they moved all of my online lectures to in-person. I remember the day, 7th of November, write that one in your calendars. And um, it was very strange. I think to begin with, everyone was like, woo, lectures. Yeah. And so people went, yeah, you can open the door for the dog if you want. And then after Christmas and stuff, it just got very quiet again. Come on, Apollo, because I think everyone just, everyone just sort of gave up again. It really didn't take long, and you just think after the, after this whole, you know, we're paying all this money and stuff, and they're finally letting us go into uni, and just no one went. We people just don't thought, go anywhere. I mean, to well, be fair, we started off. I say we had six hundred people. We started off with six hundred people. 
did we end up with 600 no. people? No. And, you know, this year's been the same because we were allowed to go into lectures, but obviously in my third year, a lot of people drop out by the third year. Yeah. That's something I didn't know before I came to uni. Loads of people drop out. A lot of people. But also the so thing is, people. I know quite a lot of people now in second year who dropped out in either first year or at like the very start of second mm. year. And this no, 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 they're still living in Cardiff. Oh. And they just work and because they, they still like the student life and they like because right. they have they've made friends and they like their friends and they like the student life um but they don't like uni and so they're still just living and that's perfectly fine yeah absolutely i i totally jump on board with that i don't know why i didn't run no jokes <laughs> um we've got the academic pressure of having a dad with a phd and a mum with a master's well no not even that they don't even care mum and dad literally tell me that if i wanted if it was that terrible I could drop out. Oh, I just have oldest oldest child syndrome then, where I must must complete you must complete ah. must be good for parents. Okay, so here are some oh, yeah, go on. like little assumptiony things that I, things that I wish I knew before I went to uni. So everyone's in the same boat. What do you think about that? Everyone's in the same boat. I think that's it's it's true to a point, but also there's a lot of people who um, had dropped out of uni and they were starting again, and so they oh, yeah. they like, they'd done the whole thing again, or people. Um, so in Cardiff, a lot of people stay in Wales because you get a big student loan. So a lot of people only live 20, 30 minutes down the road. Mm -hmm. So if they were having a tough time, like literally didn't matter, they could just go home. Go home. Right. And I was 350 miles away. I was not jumping on a plane. No, it's I think I did jump on a plane a couple of times. To come in. I think it's... So is this everyone's on the same boat as in like just like being do at I uni? Agree with that? Well, I don't know. Just like what's your do you when you got there? Yeah. Did, were you were you telling yourself like yeah? Because I was telling myself everyone's in the same boat. Everyone's gonna be set up for making friends. Because I didn't know anyone when I moved to uni. I went to right. a uni with no one that I knew. So yeah, I think there's definitely a mix of that. I mean, I had friends that were all ages. I had people that were living in Newcastle and stayed in Newcastle their whole life and was living, you know, doing uni from home, like you said. There were some people who had taken like five year gap years. Yeah. And then they'd come back and start uni. I mean, I knew someone this year who went off, was an actor, worked with like the Wallabridge, did like a whole bunch of really big projects and then decided to want to be a nurse. Fair enough. Uni. So I think people are not in the same boat, really. No, not really. Not like, yeah, like you just said then, I know a lot of people who obviously a, a year above me and their gap years got cut short because of COVID, yeah. but they still did like eight months of traveling or something. And a lot of people sat their A-levels, a lot of people didn't sit their A-levels. A lot of people, because um, you know everything got canceled, a lot of people hadn't even been out clubbing before because they hadn't even been 18 or had use of some fake ID or something. So right. they, they, you know, they'd never properly drank. And I think that leads me onto the next point is to is when you're at uni you forget to sort of take off, like look after yourself and take care of your health because obviously you know you get freshers flu and stuff but you know a lot of people have never drunk before a lot of you know, at uni there is like drug taking and stuff and a lot of people yeah. have never even seen this or been around it or anything and then that's when you see people and you hear about all of these horrible cases where you know, people might have been hospitalised or whatever because, you know, they've never drunk and they've had to have their stomach pumped or they've that never... That doesn't mean before you go to uni, do everything. No, it doesn't, no. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, a lot of people, not sheltered, but because of COVID, like, right. just didn't get to experience the yeah. world or didn't get to grow up in the slightest, like... Before they... But I mean, that's what uni's a little bit... It's like a safer way, isn't it? It's like a safe place yeah. to kind of explore because you're protected by your friends and yeah. you're still at uni, you're not entirely responsible for your mistakes. No, but it's funny because when I got to uni there were so many people who have never 
drank or never smoked and they were like, no, I don't really want to. I'd never really get into it. And now they're, you know, yeah. That's very common. Yeah, yeah, and you just, it's just funny because, you know, you just need to take such good care of your health because all you do when you're at uni is just eat pasta and drink. Yes. And everyone puts on a little Especially bit of weight. The first two years. Yeah, everyone puts on a bit of weight at uni. You're still trying to figure it out. Like, yeah. even if you went to a boarding school or something, someone still cooked for you. Even if you cooked it. So, you know, when we were younger, I used to cook dinner. Yeah. But oh, it's so different cooking dinner with but food that your parents. Yourself. Yeah, for, you know, because my parents oh my would buy like lots of vegetables and beans and lentils. And I'd, but at uni, I just don't because I just can't. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to get through that many vegetables before they all go off. Vegetables is so hard. I mean, for me, the worst thing about cooking at uni was cooking on my own yeah, by myself. Yeah, it's boring. Like, I just, I mean, you cook for 45 minutes and you sit there on your own, you eat it in 10 minutes, and then you tidy up for half an hour, and then you're like, right, guess I'll just go back into Well, that was a waste of an hour, yeah. On my own, like, why would I bother feeding myself at that yeah. point? But you kind of get used to it and you eat a lot of pasta. I think by my third, my second year when I was in a house, I definitely ate better. Well, you were in a house of four people. Four, three girls. Three, three, three other, other girls. people. So there was four total. Four total yeah. And you were all friendly with each other. I'm in a house of nine and it's not the most friendly atmosphere. And so I'll cook dinner and then I'll go and sit in my room and I'll eat yeah. dinner at my desk in my room and I put on Taskmaster or something on my laptop. And I don't time myself to see how long it takes you to eat, but usually it's about eight eight or nine, you know, it's 10 minutes. Yeah. I do I do inhale my food as well. But also I don't talk to anyone. You know, when you sit and eat dinner as a family, you might sit for half an hour and eat, but if you just eat by yourself, you're literally done in five, that 10 minutes. That is something that's kind of, it's like one of the things our family does though. Oh, well, we do Not sit and talk. Not family yeah. sit and talk over dinner. We, and I there's mean, nothing wrong if you don't. I think our record was like two and a half hours. Yeah, but that's because we ended up getting lectured about dinner. something painful. Probably, but I mean, do you know, like it's so weird to go from sitting every night with your family, yeah. chatting, having, to having to no human with. contact. And then, yeah, like when I was in my second year at uni, we used to cook individually, but we'd probably all sit down and watch like the chase together. Yeah. So you had someone to you sit You had with. a bit of community. I have no yeah. community. You don't have that at your um, place now, do you? I mean, this year I've been with one flatmate and we don't eat together a lot, so I have been eating in my own room on my own a lot, but I've invited people around for dinner a lot yeah, more. Yeah, exactly, like, you do have a good group of people. And because could. I've been studying, like, nobody's business, I mean, Katie and I would sit in the in the library for, like, you know, 10 to 12 hours, and then we just go, right, let's go out for dinner. Yeah. Because at that point, you're so tired, there's, like, there's no way I'm going to be able to cook tonight. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I'm not a big Deliveroo person either. No, me But either. I know, literally, sorry, let me just quickly change the paint. Right. She's back. Okay. So as I was saying, also mum was saying that she's so surprised. She came up to visit me and she was like, I'm so surprised by the amount of delivery people. And that's because where we live, we live in the middle of fields yeah. at home and delivery doesn't exist. You can't get delivery for about 30 miles. Yeah, Whereas luck. at uni, um, there's like a billion trillion cyclists and everyone gets delivery. My house is just filled with yeah, it's just so many like paper bags and stuff because people do they just and there's nothing wrong with it You know if you can afford to get I a delivery every night no, fair enough. It's a controversial opinion, but I think there is something wrong with it I don't think people should well, I don't think every night on eating it every single night I think it's also it's it's really expensive. It's so expensive. It's not very healthy and this whole and new it thing promote like a good I think relationship with food. No, and this whole new thing of like menus on calories and stuff. Like the other day I was- Calories I had to go... on menus, not menus on calories. 
I don't care. Um, I, I just had a look the other day for funsies because I was like, oh, I can't be asked to cook. I've, I've got delivery once this year. Yeah, and it was, it, it, was, it was at the end of last term when I thought I had COVID and mm. I thought I was going to be isolating my room and not be able to go home for Christmas. Tested negative, went home, and then tested positive a day later. Thank you. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so I was just like having a browser. I was like, oh my God, it's so bad for you. And it's so expensive. Even like, not that I, because I'm not like a McDonald's eater anyway, but it's no, it's like double the price if you just just walk into town. It's a five minute walk into town. I don't understand. Um, so anyway, I think that's quite important when you're at uni. It's just to take care of your health, just because yes. you just forget, and then you know one thing leads to another, and I don't know. Yeah, you do forget. You absolutely do, and you think like oh, I bought that that fruit. I'll eat that this week, and then you don't eat it. I think that's absolutely fine. Yeah, I mean I a little bit of food wastage. Or whatever. Um, but the best thing you can do, I used to do this a lot actually, I used to get bananas and kiwis. I know you could do with any fruit you want, but bananas and kiwis, and then when they went out of date a little bit and a bit mushy to the point where I was like, mm, don't really want to eat them anymore, yeah. then I would mash them up into a smoothie. Yeah. And banana kiwi smoothie, fantastic. Delish. I'm getting my vitamin C, getting my potassium, and my bananas. you don't waste a whole load of food. Exactly. Food. You need to get foods that can yeah, fruit you can mash up into a smoothie. Yeah, or just freeze it. Like oh, I've been doing that actually. The only thing I wouldn't freeze would be peppers. Red peppers do not, not freeze well. Doesn't work. But like well. I get my carrots, chop them all up, stick them in the freezer. It's like having frozen veg, but it's cheaper because you've not bought pre-made frozen veg. Yeah. Oh, so ignore freshers pressure. Freshers pressure. What to so, go out? Well, to do anything. If someone, if you don't want to do, if you don't okay, want to yeah. go out, you don't have to go out. If you, you don't, don't want to do smoke, drugs, yeah. No. If you don't want to do drugs, don't do it. Like no one, apart from you, should just get to decide what you want to do. Mm. And you shouldn't feel ashamed either. You shouldn't. And people, if people say to you, you know, if people say to you, oh, why aren't you coming out? And they make you feel bad for it. Just. Just say, just come up with a reason. Either tell the truth and say, look, if I'm being honest, I don't like you, I don't want to hang out with you. Or if you don't fancy, you know, potentially being in a scrap with someone, just say, oh, I'm on antibiotics, I can't drink, so I'd rather just not go out. And I'd, and then people would just be like, oh, okay, like, you know, understandable. Or just say, I'm, I'm really ill, I'm just really under the weather, or I've got food poisoning, I don't want to throw up anymore. Or just, you can, you know, that's if you don't, but if you feel comfortable enough to give, you know, you should feel comfortable enough to give, your own excuse you shouldn't let people pressure you into doing anything however you know if worse comes to worse just say you're on antibiotics just pretend that you're a player and that you got chlamydia yeah you got chlamydia yeah you're on antibiotics everyone's gonna be like hey you legend is it better to have pretend you have chlamydia or, or better to just not go out, go out and drink yeah i know but basically the moral of the story is just don't if you don't want to do something there's no reason to you always hear horror stories of this, that, and the other happening to poor, you know, poor students, or it, it, you know, it's one of those things where you didn't even want to go out, um, but then you're someone, you know, one of your mates will end up throwing up, and you have to, you have to, deal with you have to, you know, look after them, or they'll start a fight with someone, and you'll end up accidentally being in the middle of it just because you're associated with yeah. them, and it's like, so like, well, I don't even want to go out tonight, and all of a sudden I'm, you know, my I'm mates ripping number plates things, off someone yeah. else's car, and I'm, I'm in the CCTV footage, Literally. so. I think that's something, just don't, if you don't want to do something, you know, don't let people bully you into it. Just be brutal like Dana and just say, no, I don't want to. Or just lock yourself in your room and never, and turn snap maps off so people don't know if you're home or not. Lock your door from the inside and then no one can ever disturb you. No one can find you and then they'll search, search party or go out. It'll be fine. Good times. It'll be fine. <laughs>
Next one, be open to new experiences. As long as you're comfortable. Yeah, same thing again, like I said, a new experience doesn't have to be partaking in drugs. It can just be, oh, do you wanna join the running society? Or do you wanna come to this netball club with me? Or do you wanna try, try out for the football team? Yeah, go on then, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, they say no. 100% go to well, societies. Yeah, okay, so let's talk about societies. 100%. So t tell me, Kess, what societies have you done since being at uni? I want a list. Uh, right, well, I did the gaming and role play one, so board games. Ooh, what's role play? <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, that's role play. Um, uh, I did the Singing Music Society, I did the Mountaineering Society, and I did, um, that might be it actually, because I didn't join them. And it's the biggest regret I have. I absolutely should have joined one. The minute I sooner. got to the first, I, I yeah. wanted to join Mountaineering from the first moment I knew they had one. It took me two years to get two. the courage to go to one. But also, it's it's the most stupid thing because, like we said earlier, everyone's in the same boat with societies. Yeah. Everyone is either there, A, to make friends, B, to do the activity, C, both. Yeah. Um, like, D, they want some committee role, you know, to put on their CV. Literally, people join a society. That is the biggest thing. So I do netball society. Well, I do one of the netball clubs. I do the business school netball because you can join any netball one that you want. It doesn't even matter if you do the subjects. And then I also do the radio society. And I only found out about the radio society um, in, yeah, in December, a year and a half after I joined uni. But as soon as I found out, I joined, I went, and then I met... I met people who work for Capital, I met people who work for BBC One, mm -hmm. you know, and I met all of these people now and, you know, some of them I'm friends with, we went to an awards thing the other night and we all went out together and it's just like, I just wish I knew sooner and the netball club as well, even if you're not into netball, there's hockey, there's lacrosse, there's oh, football, there's volleyball. Yeah, absolutely start your own. Start there's, your um, own. For example, at Cardiff, there's a computer science netball club. One girl does computer science and she drags the rest of her housemates along. <laughs> and so the other six players, they don't even have bibs. Every week I have to, because I umpire, I have to give them my bibs. And, you know, they don't even know the rules. They're literally just there for a good laugh. And then they all go to the pub afterwards. Sometimes they go to the pub before and they come up to the game a little bit drunk. I That's like fine. That. I, do, I don't care. As an umpire, couldn't care less. You do whatever you want to do as long as you don't get too paralytic that you're injured or, you know, yeah. injure someone else. But I just think, join, honestly, join a club. Do anything. Get out the house. And just to make friends. Like, I I've made didn't so make many very friends. many friends in my first year that I could have made because I didn't join any societies in that first semester. And, like, now I just think... And you get so much more opportunity to become a committee member. Oh, yeah. do you know what? I was in the ski one in my first year. Yeah. That was really good. The ski one is different to the rest of them. But it's, it's good. It's purely based on social and then the ski it's trip. very social. I think, I think if you want one where it's a little bit of a social, definitely do a sports team. Mm. Because obviously you will go out on Wednesdays. Um, sports nights out. So even if you don't do the sports society... Guys go out on Wednesday nights on the yeah. sports night out because it is hilarious. Yeah, and everyone's time. dressed up. When you go to uni, take make sure you have like a little bit of fancy dress with you, whether it's like yeah, don't be whether ashamed. it's whether it's a bit of neon or an animal print or something. Because at some point, you know, you'll be told to wear neon or to wear a swimming a green swimming hat, paint your face green, and go out as a pee for the night. And definitely get into it because that's something I never do. 
And I always think, like, how funny would it be if I really had? And oh, also, oh. I don't know why people are so ashamed. Because you go into the SU and there's someone that's in a worse costume than you. So it doesn't yeah. matter how embarrassed you feel. There's there's a boy with sick down his front. Or, you know, there's someone in and a, a Voldemort. For yeah, some or someone in a Voldemort costume. Or literally, yeah, half naked. Or boys in netball dresses. Like, there is always going to be someone in a worse costume than so you. So it's going to be a rugby boy wearing less clothes than you. So where yeah. you want. Yes, it. yes. So honestly, just full send and have the best time ever i think socials are literally so important you don't have to go to every single one once again you don't even have to drink i um i'm a netball captain and i go to them but i don't drink half the time sometimes i only go to the su for an hour or two and then i go home but i still you know i, I partake i because it's just such a good way to be friendly with people yeah Anyway, join societies. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Don't worry about the pressure, what other people are doing. Do your thing and do what you enjoy. Do not worry about what other people think. Yeah, about no. You. This looks haunted now. Like it, the yellow yeah, there. the yellow's a bit haunting. God! Um, um, eat an apple every now and again. Yes. Maybe more than one apple. Who knows? Push the boat out. Just go crazy. Have a banana have a kiwi sandwich. Yeah. Sandwich? Smoothie. smoothie. If you don't have a smoothie maker, just mash it in a bowl. <laughs> Mash it with a fork, friend. Um, but no, this has been a good chat. I hope people can hear it and enjoy their uni experience. Yeah, I'm so glad to be done. But I did have a great time. And like I always say, just remember, grades temporary, swag is forever. Peace out. Enjoy uni. Don't don't go to uni if you don't want to go to uni. Don't go to uni. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Basically, just live your life. Be and do whatever you want to do. Um, Live, love, laugh. Bye, guys. See you in another six months. <laughs> Intermission. We're with you in a minute, folks. <laughs>